Good morning, Pat the Warren Podcast. This is Matt Warren. This is episode 290. Today is November 6th, 2021. And what you're about to hear is a behind-the-scenes, unedited version of video number five in a series of videos that I'm putting together for a digital workshop. And I hope you enjoy. Feel free to share, uh, hit subscribe up if you, if you found this interesting to stay tuned for more episodes. You can also check out the latest blogs on pathtowarren.com. I hope you enjoy. Thanks. Recording stopped. Recording in progress. Hello there. Welcome back. Matt Warren here. This is episode number five. I'm so glad you joined us. And uh, just to recap, in the first video, we talked about getting started and the tools that helped me. I recommend all the different types of tools that I use. Video number two, we walk through, <clears throat> excuse me, the personal financial statement um, and how that works and how you can acquire the net worth number. Video number three, we talked about the daily spending plan and the spending journal section of the daily spending plan. The spending journal, me meaning actually having a physical journal where notes can be taken and the net worth can be written at the top of the page. Um, tracking daily income, tracking daily expenses, all that's done in the spending journal. Within, on the last video, video number four, we talked about the spending plan and we walked through the uh, Google Sheets document that you should all have access to and should be using at this point. Uh, the spending plan is where we walk through, the spending plan is where we, where we walk through uh, how to determine all the categories that you can use. We talked about adding notes to different cells. We, we looked at how the formulas work with the days turn into weeks and the weeks turn into months. And all of a sudden we have a month worth of data here for, for you know from the past 30 days. And we can put that now into video number five, which is what we're gonna talk about today, which is the PRG dashboard. So let's take a look at what the PRG dashboard looks like and sort of why, why we created it. Okay, so this is the 12 month view. Once we have one month of data, we can put the information in to the spreadsheet. I called it the PRG dashboard because this is, this is what my PRG guys said um, 
create 12 columns, the first 12 being the, the 12 months of the year. That's what we did here, January through December. Then the 13th column is the average. The 14th column is the ideal. So we'll get into that a little bit later on, but basically what is the average of these three months or six months or 12 months? And then what is the ideal number? So just to show you how to work the formula here, if you double click on what we've got, you can see that it just grabs January through August. And that was because when I created this spreadsheet, I only had data through August. And if you take the average of the whole 12 months, those zero numbers really screw up your average. So what I want you to do is feel free to make this, if you have 12 months of data, take the average of B or uh, you know B6 through I all the way to M. All we have to do is go in here and say M6. And you can see there, it takes the whole 12 months of that income, whatever that is. It'll take that average. So that's how you change the formulas a, a little bit. Uh, early on in my PRG, they suggested that we come up with what would be an ideal salary. So if I was making $100,000, they recommended that it, that, that number be $200,000. Uh, the point is, this is where you get to dream a little bit and then work, you know, come up with a way of working toward that number. And you can see here that there's several spots where we can list ways of making money. There's a few people that I'm working with who have um, a, a book, a book that's making the money. They have an A job that's making the money. They're also an actor. They're also doing voiceover work, and um, they're writing scripts and they get to sell the scripts. They're a producer of a movie or two, and then they have residual income coming in from the Actors Guild. So there's multiple ways of making money and each one of those gets its own line item. And this person was able to see over time, you know, how much am I actually making from that voiceover gig? Um, then I added this little section here as like other sources of income. So as my wife and I would sell things around the house to try to make um, money and and declutter, sort of try to minimize things. We would sell things and that, that money would get also added to our income plan uh, so that we can get credit for all of that money. And then there's B jobs. So I remember early on in recovery when I had to take a job driving Uber uh, because I was just so broken and didn't know what to do I was in between shutting down my solar business and trying to get hired. So I would work several hours a night driving Uber uh, on the weekends and game days and whatever I could do to make money. So those are B jobs. Those could be listed here. If you have more than, um, if you want to break those out, 
again, the way you add rows are you click on it, you right click on it, then you say insert one below or above. So if you insert one above, it goes right there. And now you have a new line. If you want to copy the same formula and move it up to here, all you have to do is click on it one time. You have a little, you have the ability to grab this corner. You can just pull it up, drag it up to, to there. You can also, let me undo that. This is the undo button. You can also hit, as long as it's highlighted there, you can hit paint format, click that, and then it'll copy it right there. So I like to just grab it and pull it up. Then I was told to, to trust higher power and the reason why I have HP out beside income plan is because once I start to take actions, I can't really control the results, but I can trust higher power and trust the God of my understanding to bring this income into my life. And so this right, this little line here, number 17, it says, haven't thought of yet. My two PRG guys said, Matt, this is where you're leaving it open for God to put things in your life, put opportunities in your life that you haven't thought of yet. And so we're going to just call this line, haven't thought of yet. And basically what that allows to happen is when a neighbor comes over and wants you, you know, hey, can you help me move? And he's willing to pay you a hundred bucks or a coworker mentions that, that he's making some side money doing something else and he wants you, you to come and, and do it with him, whether it's catering or doing whatever. Uh, those are sources of incomes that you haven't thought of yet. Or maybe it's that business idea that you've been thinking about, but you just don't know how to implement yet. Um, maybe something happens where a person falls into your life or a situation you know, you figure out that piece of the puzzle and you're able to start making money with that side job. So that's haven't thought of yet. You can see here that our cells, I just want to show you this little quick tip. So in order to get those cells to, to show the grid lines, I'm simply highlighting this and this right here borders. If you click borders and go to all borders, it'll fill in all of those areas. Uh, you also can see that it messed up my dark border here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put a border or highlight all of these and I'm going to go to the perimeter border, but I'm going to make sure that it is the thick border and that's how that got repaired there. All right, so taxes, taxes are pretty self-explanatory. I don't know what your taxes are, what your tax bracket might be, but whether you're using this as a form of saving money, you know, squirreling money away for whenever you know you have to pay taxes, or if it's coming out of your paycheck, like for example, for my A job, I get a paycheck every other week, and there's a line item there that says state and federal taxes and withholdings are taken out. I in my daily spending plan, I break out 
those individual tax items. But when it comes to the monthly view, I just group all those together and plug it into here as one number for taxes that come out. And the key number that we want to get to is the total take-home pay. So basically, this is the income plan minus uh, minus taxes. And you can see that there. It's, it's the total income minus the total taxes equals the total take-home pay. That's an important number. All right, so spending plan. We talked about at great length the spending plan uh, after we talked about the spending journal, but in video four, we talked about the spending plan and how it's important to track every day in these categories. Well, this is where we take that monthly total and plug it into uh, the actual monthly column on this PRG dashboard. So what I want to show you how to do is let's do food. So for the month of September, I know I've got that, that month laid out in the daily spending plan. What we're going to do is we're going to take grocery store for September. And what I like to do is I like to put equals and then go over to my daily spending plan. And what we're trying to find now is the September monthly total. So you just go over here and scroll down to food, grocery store. And if I hit enter, that number, it's like a formula. That number will be put all the way over to this spreadsheet. So if we go back in and we realize that that number is just for easy numbers is $100. It's going to tally for the week. It's going to tally for the month. And when I go with the monthly spreadsheet, $100 is going to show there. Okay. So again, that's a simple, all you do is you put equals. Let's do it here for eating out. So we'll put September equals. Then we go to daily spending plan, eating out. Bam. Enter. And so that, you can see here, it's saying equals spending plan AI43. And I do that for every category going down for September, all the way down. And, and what happens is if I find that there's a little error for some reason in the daily spending plan, maybe there was an error or, or something and I edit it, it's going to make the change and update the monthly PRG dashboard with the real numbers without me having to go back in and, oh man, I, I forgot to update the monthly numbers once I updated that daily number. So it, it's just a matter of getting those in there, um, getting the, the formulas in there. But it, it's, it's a lot easier to do it this way also than having to print it out or write all the numbers down and then go fill it in here manually. I like to do it with the little formula so that it, it streamlines it and it just makes it, you know, all I do like for internet and cables, I say enter, or I mean equals, daily spending plan, internet and cable, total, September, bam, enter. And there it is. So, 
you, we shouldn't be editing the categories here much or trying to come up with categories. The categories in the monthly PRG dashboard should already be vetted out and figured out in the daily spending plan. So if they're not, let's take the time in the daily spending plan. Let's stop here and go back and figure out these categories. It's not, these categories are not something that are, it's figured out on the first week or even the first month. Things are gonna come along that you realize you need to add a category or combine two things to make it a, bit, a more clear category. Um, they can be edited, but I would encourage you to try to figure out the categories as best you can in the daily spending plan before we get to the monthly. Uh, let's go back here. And I, I've provided these categories as a, as a tool to try to help you or at least try to spark, you know, memories so that you can come up with whatever categories are best for you. So once we have all of these numbers in for September, for example, then we're going to, all, all of those different subcategories add up to a total expense category. Okay, and, and that'll be populated right here. You can see the $100 gets populated. The total take-home pay minus total expenses is an important number. You can see here it's negative $100 because that's the only number we have. But let's say in September that we made, just for easy numbers, let's say we have a job that we are an engineer. Okay. And for September, we brought home $200. $200 is going to go here. It's going to add up to the total income number. We're going to take out taxes of, let's just say $50. So that means our take-home pay is $150. Okay, 200 minus 50 equals 150. That's our total take-home pay. If we spend $100 on food, then our total take-home pay minus total expenses equal $50. This is an important number because we need to know how much money we have at the end of the month on average, and this is where the average deal comes in here, on average of 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, however much data we can get our hands on and get in here, you know, it's all about how much work you want to do. Um, once we get a handle on how, our income, our expenses, then we'll know how much our total take-home pay minus total expenses are. That's what we can put toward this next section, which is the debt repayment plan. Okay, so we've talked about how the income plan is HP. So basically, when you're working the 12 steps, it's higher power, you know, realizing that, that we can't do it by ourselves, realizing that he can restore us to sanity, and then turning our, our life and our will over to care of, of God as we understood him. You know, that's steps one, two, and three. Matt Warren paraphrase here. But uh, the income plan is very much 
higher power related. You know, we, we can't do this income part on our own. There has to be some trust. There have to be some, I'm going to show, I'm going to suit up and show up, but I'm have to, having to rely on my higher power to take care of the rest. Steps four, five, and six are all about self-care. That goes right in line with the spending plan, okay? We're going to take care of ourselves by giving to uh, anonymous meeting donations, giving to our church or other nonprofits. But, you know, we like to, I like to use a rule of thumb of 10%. You know, I don't try to donate more than 10%. Uh, in fact, I'm not anywhere near 10% right now, to be perfectly honest with you. But that's under my ideal. I, I have here 10% of my income uh, ideally would go toward tithing or anonymous meeting donations. But I'm making progress on giving, and, and, and that's what's important right now in the stage of my life. So... These are just suggestions that I've heard from doing research that, you know, food should be no more than 10 to 15% of your income. Utilities, 5 to 10%. Housing, 25%. Um, whether you're renting or, or paying for a home through a mortgage. Transportation, 10%. And that includes gas, vehicle maintenance, car, car expenses. So all this is laid out here um, and, and adds up to hundred percent. These are, these are just suggestions because we all understand that recreation shouldn't be, you know, 30% of our income, right? Uh, they're, they were suggesting between five and 10%. So four, five, and six, four, five, and six, the steps that we are working in recovery, you know, those steps consist of taking a fearless and moral inventory of ourselves and step, uh, step five is sharing that with others. So we're, we're taking a fearless and moral inventory of our financial situation. When we lay out all of these expenses in all of these categories, step five is when we start to share it with, you know, we start to share our spending plan with a, a sponsor and or a PRG group um, or an action partner, you know, I love to print this off and show it to my action partner, uh, forward it to my, my sponsor, um, share it with my partner, my spouse. This That's all part of step five. And step six is when we start to understand our character defects. And that's where, when we maybe start to um, you know, make a list of our character defects and maybe that's making a list of places that we see that we're spending a lot of money. My soft spot is I, I always tend to, um, spend money on my daughter in, in ways that probably spoiling her a little bit, but, uh, it, it's fun for us on Saturdays to go to Michael's and buy some crafts and, uh, go get a snow cone or whatever that is. But, the point is to try to realize where I need to work on my my spending and maybe I'm compulsively spending on things. We don't know that until we tra start tracking and have data in a monthly view like this. 
So that's self-care again is, is step four, five, and six. Then when we start to get into the debt repayment plan, um, that is really when we start to make amends to other people. So making amends to, you know, folks that we had harmed or not paid. Uh, this is where we list the, the person's or the, the bank or the institution's name here. And we, you know, up here we list, if a haircut costs $20, we, we put $20 in this cell. Down here, it's a little different. And the savings plan and the debt repayment plan, what we're gonna put here is the balance. So for example, February, if, let's just do one example. So say we owe, um, you know, Amex. Say we owe $2,000, okay? Which is probably not absurd. If we make a $100 payment toward them, at the end of February, when we're tallying up our totals, what we want to put here is what the the ending balance is. So at, at the end of February, if we ended up paying um, $200, then this would be $1,800. If we paid $800 in March, then we're down to 1000 So the cool part is we can start to see that this number is going down. Same with savings plan. Savings plan, if we're trying to save for, let's just say kids college fund, and here we have uh, $5,000 saved already, and the, the next month we put $200 in there, then we're gonna have 5,200, okay? The next month we put $800 in there, we're gonna have 6,000. So the neat part is we're putting the balance of the debt or the balance of that savings account in these cells. And it's neat to watch that number get smaller in the debt repayment plan and watch the savings plan, watch that number get larger, okay? I, I, I've blocked out here, you might be wondering why these cells under the average debt repayment and savings plan, why the average sales are grayed out or blocked out. That's because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything to track the average of this American Express bill or the average of the college kids college fund. All that we need to worry about is the ideal. So the ideal American Express bill is zero. <laughs> The ideal debts that we're trying to work toward should be zero. The kids' college fund, I know with my college fund, it's a $100,000 goal. It's probably going to cost more than that, but that's a goal. So the ideal is important here. The average is not important for these two categories. We want to know them for the spending plan and the income plan. Those are important to have averages, but I, I've determined after working this for a little while that there's no point in trying to figure out the average. So steps seven, eight, and nine, when you're working the 12 steps in recovery are all about, we admitted our character defects and we asked God to take away those character defects. 
where we're starting to face this debt repayment plan. Step eight is we made a list of those that we had wronged and became willing to make amends to them all. So this is where we make a list of those that, who we had harmed or, or wronged. This is where we list out everybody that we can think of that we owe money to or owe something to. As long as we are becoming willing to fix that situation, fix that relationship, it doesn't mean we'll get there. It doesn't mean that you know we'll actually have to make an amends or actually have to pay this back. All this simply is is becoming willing. There's a lot of, in step eight when we when we make a list of all those that we had harmed and became willing. Like I've become willing to to make amends to this person, place, or thing. When we talk with our sponsor and our PRG folks, we will then determine if you know what the steps to take are. That rolls us to step. Uh, you know, step nine, which is actually making the amends. Making the amends is how we are paying these down, okay? Step 10, 11, and 12 are around hope. So step 10 is about constantly taking a, uh, a, daily, a daily inventory of what we did you know, that day, that month, it's, we continue to take inventory and when we were wrong, we promptly admitted it. So we're continuing to take um, inventory of our savings plans. And step 11 is we, we're trying to improve that conscious contact with the higher power by doing our numbers every month, every day, we are, you know, God is in the numbers. We are improving our conscious contact with our higher power through step 11. Step 12 is when we start to give back and help those in need, uh, whether we're helping a debtor or helping our, our daughter get through college. All of that is step 10, 11, 12, the hope section of working the 12 steps. All that falls under the savings plan. This is really exciting stuff when we get into the savings plan. But this is where I would encourage you in this workshop. I want you to stop and make a list and go ahead and insert, you know, insert row, insert row, add as many things that you want in life, like your goals, whether it's to have a house um, in Hollywood overlooking the valley or whether it's to have an airplane one day or to you know, minimal things like I want to have a decent running car. Um, I want to own whatever it is. Take a minute and write down what are those goals that you have in your head. There's a place for that. And then what does that look like? Ideally, you know, is that house $5 million in LA? Uh, is that plane $100,000? Is that car $30,000, list, list those out so that we're very clear on what the ideal amount that we need to save for that is. And all, all of a sudden, we've got a clear dashboard on, you know, what's the ideal amount of fund money that I'm supposed to have per month. Um, 
we can start to work these averages and work the ideal. If we see that we're averaging on uh, our pets $100 a month and our ideal is only $50 a month, we'll, we'll have to reevaluate that and see how we can work on that issue. But once we have this dashboard, it's called a dashboard, just like the dashboard on your car. You know, you've got all the gauges in one spot and you can see everything in one nice, clear dashboard. That is exactly what we're doing here. We're able to print this off. It prints off very nicely um, so that you can show this to a partner or a spouse or take it into a, a meeting with an attorney or a financial advisor so that you can show them that you're doing your part. You know, you're suiting up, showing up, and doing your part. Lastly, I want to leave you with four little things. Uh, in, my, in my PRG, one of the old timers in the program said, there's a little ditty, he called it a, a ditty. He said, there's a little ditty I want to leave you with. And it's four simple things, and I encourage you to write this down. Number one, start where you are. Number two, step out in faith. Number three, do what you can gracefully. And number four, expect God to help. I'm going to say that one more time. Number one, start where you are. So it doesn't matter where you are in your numbers, whether you're, you know, you already are doing your spending plan, but you don't have a a monthly view or you are at the very beginning never done any of this before start where you are step out in faith you know have faith that by doing these tools taking these steps you know making the calls setting up the PRGs for yourself uh, calling and finding a sponsor in this program whatever those steps are stepping out in faith uh, that's step two number three do what you can gracefully so all we can do is what we can do. But they encouraged me to do, no matter what I can do, do it gracefully. And then number four, expect God to help. So I really hope you enjoyed this, this video. I want to make sure that I covered everything. Uh, in the next video, stay tuned. There's more to come, but I really hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Recording stopped.